Splinters of Jade is a thriller podcast and may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. listening to Splinters of Jade, the Legend of the Five Rings role-playing game actual play podcast. Your game master is Chris Garvey. My board was activated. Cooney Guru is played by Buell Richardson. The name Nabiki has significance for me. Kitsuki Akira is played by Steve Lanslo Bartolome. In the space, he'll he'll open up and... Yogo Sojimo is played by Bren Dawson. And use my new spell, Earth Becomes Sky. And introducing special guest Trevor Cuba as Kakita Onimaru. He's the one I trust the most at this point, having spent the most time with him. Now, on with our show. We open up with Kuniguru and Katsuki Akira going on their walk. Gru's a little bit quiet for the beginning of the walk. He, he looks around a little, but he seems to be semi-distracted as you're walking. In this space, he'll, he'll open up and tell me what's going on in his own time. As you're walking, it seems that he's leading you to a shrine. Okay. Once... Once the guru gets outside the shrine, the name Nabiki has significance for me. Oh? It was my mother's name. Oh. That is why I asked if Kuni Nabiki was married. Well, my parents are dead. Yeah. And he says that you see him, his fists, or his hands going to greater fists, and the knuckles turn a little white, knowing that there is someone out there who maybe not intentionally honors my mother is good to see what type of person she is true she is a kuni but what she does is another story but the fact that as i said she even if it's unintentionally honoring my mother it is a good thing in some ways it is but it brings up a lot of unknowns for me i don't remember my parents other than names and the only other thing i remember is our village being destroyed yes and because of that is why I am who I am. It is. And you have grown. I would say so. Even within the last year, you've grown. I would not say I've grown. I have changed. I can't grow any taller. I am as large as I will get. Unless I eat too much, then I will put on... Then you will grow a different way, yes. That is not what I meant. You know what I meant. And if there's anything I can do for you, you have but to ask. You know this. I know. The only thing I ask right now is that we use our abilities, our knowledge, our insights to find who has done this. That is without a question. I need to go tell my sensei, since he is the one that is basically hosting this court. He of should course. know what has happened, though more than likely he will have been informed already. But I think 
my telling him is also appropriate. Of course. Yeah. But one second. And Guru walks into the shrine, bows, takes some incense, lights the incense, says a silent prayer before putting the incense in the sand. He stands up, bows again, and then leaves the shrine. Let us find my mentor. We'll crossfade in over back to the room where Kakita Onimaru, uh, Toritaka Koyu, Kitsu Icha Rabi, Chode and Yogo Sojibo are. The Kitsu speaks up. I can summon the spirit if you like, but after what Toritaka-san has said, there could be a backlash. For if his spirit is the one she sees, it could be Something malevolent that I summon. Uh, so I will look at uh, Toritaka, look at Kitsu, and probably a remaining. So uh, if it does come down to a fight, what are my assets right now? Who is here? The Toritaka, the Kitsu, Kira Onimaru. And yourself and Sai. And Sai. Okay. I would f- feel more comfortable with my comrades at my side, but I guess we don't have much of a choice. If this thing is allowed to fester, it will eventually bring disaster upon the castle. We should deal with it as soon as possible, even if it is the soul of my poor deceased kinsman. Very well. I will prepare for. I will prepare. Is is she prepared for a fight? Uh, Toritaka? Like... Yeah. 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 Okay. She's got what she needs. Okay. I will brush herself off. I, however, will not hand Kakita Onimaru his katana back because I'm not sure he can possibly do much anyways against the spirit. This is more. So I will tell Sai. Yes. Guard Kikita Onimaru. Uh, if worse comes to worse, run and fetch. Run with him to fetch uh, Kuni Witch Hunters. But we are going to battle a spirit in this room, and I know you are very, uh, as you can say, blind to their presence. That's putting it mildly. So guard Kikita Onimaru, make sure he does not leave uh, or something happens. I don't know. This is I was hoping for a nice, relaxing winter court, but oh, well, duty calls. The side stands there and pulls out his hooked swords and is just prepared. All right. Kitsune or not Kitsune. Uh, Kitsu. <laughs> There's too many dang K names in this game. Hey, Bren, one thing yeah. to consider, how long will the ritual take? Do you have time to send for some backup? Uh, that is a question for Chris, I will ask. Uh, it'll take a couple minutes, but 
it shouldn't take too long since the spirit is hasn't probably traveled to Mado. Yeah. Okay. I will nod to Kitsu, uh, Kitsu and say, very well, summon the spirit. Kitsuchode kneels down and he begins just centering himself and preparing. After a few minutes, his head knocks back, eyes wide open, mouth open, and a figure starts to appear above him and just behind. It is an Onryo, a vengeful spirit. I guess we're rolling initiative now. Yep. This is this is focus. Focus. So tactics, uh, I'm going to be in water stance. Okay, so I got a one in tactics. Oh, that's a lovely roll. This is a tactics roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ironically, almost never play this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brent, go ahead and re-roll it here and use my dice. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, it rolls into a blank. My luck. Okay. I gotta re-roll the white one now, right here, right? Well, you, uh, you, you basically, yeah, yeah, that's it. You said I add my focus. Yeah, you add it to your focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I need to look up. My focus is four, so I got a five. And I'm gonna have a ten. <laughs> of course, you will. All right. <laughs> I'm very quick. <laughs> uh, Tori, bloody kikitas. <laughs> Uh, Toritaka has a seven, and the Onryo also has a seven. But since Toritaka also has an advantage, I'm going to put Toritaka first. So yeah, because they add their they add they add stuff, don't they? I don't remember. I don't remember their school ability against the spirit. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. going to just say yes. So the order is Onimaru, Toritaka. Oh, and Sai. I forgot Sai. Uh, Sai's going to sit this one out. He, he'll just act. He, he can't really see anything, so no. he's he's basically useless. He'll act with Yoga Sojibo under his direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's... <laughs> For those who haven't figured it out, Sai has Momoku, or is that how I pronounce it, if I remember correctly? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. Which means you cannot, he cannot, he is cut off from uh, the spiritual realm. <laughs> he cannot see supernatural presences, even when they make themselves evident to everyone else. And you are blissfully unaware of the ripples and realities, realities such entities and phenomena create. By the way, Chris, so the Torataka school ability. Otherworldly beings treat your vigilance as being increased by your school rank. You make a check to search for otherworldly beings or make an initiative check in a conflict against them. If you succeed, add bonus successes equal to your school rank. Okay, so then nine. Which doesn't change anything. No, no. <laughs> no it just plants her firmly before. Yeah. As an aside, for a example of what Sai has, 
take a look at um, Eric the Viking and the Cloak of Invisibility. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Yeah. And it wasn't very good in the first place, so I don't really see any reason to rewatch it. Yeah, it was okay. But yeah, Eric, Eric the Viking and um, the Cloak of Invisibility and that one priest. Sorry, continue. Hello, haven't done one of these for a while. Well, due to my own fault, I came into the possession of two copies of Field of Victory and Blood of the Lioness. So what to do, what to do? Ah, we are having a Twitter contest. So go to your Twitter, follow at SajpodRPG, and add us with the hashtag honor. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. For a chance to win yourself a copy of Fields of Victory and Blood of the Lioness. Standard Twitter contest rules apply using multiple accounts, Multiple submissions will disqualify you automatically. So one tweet only with the hashtag following us on Twitter. Submissions are due by June 26th when we will draw a random winner. Now on with the show. So we'll start the top of the round here, the beginning of combat with Kikita Onimaru. Well, I'm still sitting in Sazen. I'm under armed guard by... Who's who's watching me right now? The Ojimbo Sai. Yoriki. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it was uh, Sojibo who uh, did the summoning, right? Or is it the Toritaka? It was the Kitsu. Oh, the Kitsu. Okay. Um, so I can't do really much physically. However, with my combination of being... Uh, I have the fire taint to identify Shadowlands and also have Sixth Sense. Despite not being a Shigenja, I am 100% aware of everything that this creature is doing. So I'm going to be calling out its weaknesses and its intents and its movements, and I'm going to relay that information to Yogo Sojibo, uh, giving him a advantage die. Okay. He's the one I trust the most at this point, having spent the most time with him. Yeah. Spent a little time with Kikuki, but not that much. All right, so you see this. So Kikino Onomaru sees the spirit just kind of... It, it, it's an Onryo. It's pretty aggressive right now. It's vengeful. It's angry. And you can sense all that. Uh, Toritaka uh, Koyu draws her blade and is in air stance, so can't do a whole lot, but she readies herself and moves towards the spirit. The spirit lets out a howl and you notice one of its hands is in flames. With the howl itself, it gives a bit of a concussive blast in a way. Just the force of the air moving, but does jackedly squat with it. Yay! Terrible roll. All right, so uh, Yogo Sojibo. Okay, so um, how is the Kitsu right now? Is the Kitsu uh, in a trance? Yes. Is this creature tainted, or do I know that? You have no way of knowing that at this moment in time. Okay. Question, do I know? Uh, You can sense the taint in it. 
Okay. That, that, that I would just say, I would, that would be part of the information I would re- re- relay to Soja and the others. If that information was relayed, then I will definitely switch to uh, Earth Stance. It doesn't change the die, but it changes what spells I can use. And use my new spell, Earth Becomes Sky. Which I... What floor are we on? You're on the ground floor. Okay, so... This is going to ruin the floor, but oh well. (laughs) Well, the time mats already needed to be replaced. Oh, come on. Everything had to have strife. I'm going to go ahead and start channeling this and keep the two black dice. I don't know how channeling works on the D1C3 bot, but I would have to add. Basically, I'm keeping the two black dice right now. All right. Yeah, just keep that in your head, I figure. Because that would cause a spiritual backlash if I was to keep all three of those. Yeah. And I would need all three of them to actually activate the spell, and it would only deal three supernatural damage and not sacred. So, okay. All right. Top of the round. Oh, wait, I got an extra die, didn't I? I got a help die. Was that that would be a black die? Uh, yep. Gets a black. Well, what did you do? You have some sort of it spell? was a theology check. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I have any theology. Let me check. Okay, so it would be a black die. I'm just going to add a black die really quick. I'm going to get here. Oh, wait. I've actually got, I've actually got two in theology. <laughs> so I can get a white die. Oh, shoot. So. See, Garab, a really useful well, support. We'll ignore, we'll ignore that last die there. So let's see what I get here. Yeah, I'm still ignoring it. So never mind. Oh, wait. No, no. I actually got something better. I could do the spell now and get what I want. So, uh, so that's three successes, uh, two oppor- uh, an opportunity, and two strife. And I'm using that opportunity to, to turn the earth damage into sacred damage. All right, go ahead and describe how this works. You get to keep one more dice. Yeah, but oh, I, I do, don't I? Yeah, so you can keep the uh, black opportunity. Uh, I guess I'll just negate a strife with that extra free opportunity. Because there's nothing really else. There's nothing else. So that's sacred damage towards it, which is jade right. damage. So basically what happens is the earth under the floorboards begins to shake as a tatami mat kind of flies into a wall as a green, green-ish stone. Because jade is not total green, but sometimes it is. It's glowing green, and it just strikes the creature, dealing three fatigue to it. All right. You can see the Unreal flicker for a moment as the jade hits it, and you can see a chained-up Yogo Toshinori within the form of the Onryo. Okay. And, And top of the round, Kakita Onimaru. Well, things to be seem to be going quite well. I can't really do much anyway, so I'm going to continue to feed Yogo Sojibo's uh, information to keep feeding him advantage dice. It's a solid strike, Yoko-san. One thing you can sense when you see the shift between the forms is that it's the chain. There's something about the chain that's very important. That Yogasan, everyone, the chain, the chain is the key. This part of it's its essence. 
I, I nod in acknowledgement and yeah, on my turn I will respond. <laughs> uh, Toriutaka Koyu swings at where she approximates the chain to be and just misses. But uh, but strikes the Onryo form itself. Uh, once again, flickering from Onryo to Toshinori, and then back again. So to target the chain itself is a plus one TN. So a little bit more challenging. So the Onryo is not pleased and takes its flaming hand and strikes out at Toritaka. How long is this explosion chain going to oh, run? Oh Chris dear. Is back. Oh dear. Okay. One, two, three, four. Five bonus from, and then two more from the fire stance. Uh, Toritaka is catches the attack with the side of the blade, slowing it down just enough, but it's pushes her down onto her knees, fighting back this pressure. The heat you can see is already causing beads of sweat to form on her brow. Yoga Sochibo's turn. I guess I will try and take that increased TN to hit the chain. See what I get. So that's uh, WWW. And you're keeping in mind the extra die? Yeah, sadly, this isn't a strike action, so I can't get a crit. So, okay, so I hit the chain for three damage. So the you see bits of ethereal metal fly out in different directions and fade. The Onryo itself disperses and Toshinori is there. His fingertips from where he had held the paper are still on fire. But not the intense, malevolent fire that the Onryo wielded. And he's just floating there in solemnity. Okay. Uh, Can he respond? Is he talking? He's just kind of floating there. You haven't asked him anything. He... Uh, uh, Toshinoro, to, or I spelt it. I said his name wrong. Or did I? Toshinori. Toshinori. What happened? My ward was activated, and the paper burned. I came here as quickly as I could. When I opened the door, someone 
And you didn't happen to see who it was? There was no time. No time. It happened so fast. Mm. Uh, I will look at the Kitsu now. The posture is more relaxed, but still on the floor. And non-responsive while the spirit is still there. Uh, I will. You have done your duty. You may go to Mado if so possible. One last thing. And it may just be a flight of my death, but something felt off about the blade as it struck me. It felt heavy. And weighed me down. Hmm. Heavy. Interesting. And the body dissipates into the ethereal. The kitsu relaxes and seeming to breathe for the first time in a little while. Deep, heavy breaths. Sai speaks up. I'm assuming that it's over? <laughs> Oh, I don't sense the spirit any longer. Yes, it's over. Sigh. All right, let's go ahead and crossfade back over to Kuniguru and Katsuki Akira as they enter the office of Kuni Hatsuo, Guru's sensei. So actually, when Guru gets outside the office, he'd knock on the Soji door and wait for uh, the entreaty to come in. Come in, come in. He opens the door, comes in, bows. Hatsuwa-sama, it is with great heaviness upon my heart that I need need to report that it seems we have had a murder within the castle. One of Yogo Sojobo's kinsmen had their head removed. Do you have a suspect in mind? I have many thoughts, but after traveling with, and he looks over at Kitsuke Kira, he said Kira-san for so long, my first impressions are not always what I go with. The exactness of the blade strike gives me the impression of a Kakita. We have two Kakita here. I'll have them brought in and questioned immediately. Tsuasama. There is another detail that for me makes it more difficult the room where the scorpion was killed was also used last night for a meeting of um, Yajidin's heir or at least those who wish to claim themselves as Yajidin's heir or something about Ayuchiban the exacts are not completely with me so you did not observe this yourself? No. But who did? No one observed it. I had gone, we went and inspected the room for a different reason initially. I went and talked with the witch hunters and brought them back to inspect the room because 
the statement of Ayuchi Ban utilizing, or the, the Blood Speak is utilizing Yajidin's heir to bring back Ayuchi Ban is sort of interest to them. And it seems there was a thin line that may have been a portal to a different realm that was opened within the room. My companion, Akira-san, noticed many different in details. What led you to this room in the first place? The scorpion who is now missing a head informed Sojubo of an overheard conversation coming from the room. Well, that's inconvenient. Yes. yes. It was a bit muffled of a conversation, but what, as I said, what was gathered was that the blood speakers are using the air, um, Yajidin's heirs to try to bring back Ayuchiban. In our, in our travels, we have actually met some blood speakers that were trying to open a portal to where Ayuchiban is. They were not able to fully open the portal, but we have found in this room what I anticipate to have been a fine line opening a gateway from here to there. Well, I will leave the investigation of this up to you, but do try to keep it quiet. Last thing we need is a panic. You never know what the other clans will think, especially those uppity doji that are here. Not just the doji, any of the uppity crane. Speaking of portals and everything, tell me, how did you get here so quickly? You got here before your letter from the capital arrived. He's looking at you suspiciously. My... Myself and my companions went to the Summerlands and acquired a blade. Second, Chris. I want to make sure I get the correct name of it. Toraberu no Hikari. He cocks an eye. I've heard of this. I thought it was only a legend. And Guru has been actually carrying a Daisho on him, which is kind of weird because he's a kuni. He pulls the blade out in basically has it in his hands. Incredible. With this, we could go anywhere, and we could strike down the head of Akuma no Oni without him e- even noticing. There is a limit to it. Yes, it is not as easy as that. Do you see the um, gems on the Suba? Yes. There are two left. That means there are two uses of this blade left. When we found it... There were three gems. I, I knew we would not make it in time unless I used either this blade or another means to speed up. Interesting. It has been my intent to make sure that the blade is only used when absolutely necessary from now on. The uses that you or I would put it to would be beneficial to the Empire, but also could be detrimental to the Empire as well. For if it were to fall into the wrong hands. As you said, we could go and assassinate Akuma no Oni, but what if someone from the Shadowlands acquired it? They could assassinate the Emperor or the heir. I, I do not draw the blade, or I have other weapons at my disposal. 
but I carry it. So that way I know where it is all the time. Let's keep it safe. Keep it a secret. There are now four who know. There are five who know. Myself, Kira-san, Yugo Sojubo, and Sojubo's Yuriki. And now yourself, Sensei. Oh, do not let any others hear this. This will be the last that it is spoken of by me. Now, conduct an investigation on this murder and dispose of the culprit. Sojubo-san is doing some investigations while we were talking. He has some leads that he wishes to inquire into. I do believe that since we have a Kitsu and a Toritaka here at court, we may be able to get some more information, depending on how the spirits are. As I said, I have also informed the witch hunters about the possible Bloodspeaker entry. They are... They plan on doing their own investigations, as they stated, coming into the middle of the Cooney court as a bloodspeaker. Many would think it to be rash and something that would be foolish to do. But as I said to them, what better time to have to come someplace? Because everyone knows the witches are here. So why would a Maho user or a bloodspeaker come because they would get caught so that is the thought process what better place hopefully they keep the their parts of the investigation as quiet as we will keep ours i just wish to inform you so that way you knew that you are ahead here and i thank you but i do believe it is about time for lunch and Kitsuga Kira, I believe you are hosting a Kamari game this afternoon. It would be an excellent opportunity to observe the guests here and figure out what is going on. Of course, yes. Splinters of Jade is a work of fiction and is not affiliated with Edge Entertainment. Fantasy Flight Games, or Esmondy International. Music is used with permission from Darren Curtis. More of his music can be found on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or his website, darrencurtismusic.com. Our logo was designed by Nix and Amelia. More of her art can be found on Etsy. Recording, editing, and sound design is by Bren Thorson. Story is conceived by Chris Garvey, you can follow us on Twitter at, at SodgePodgeRPG, Facebook at Facebook.com SodgePodgeRPG, and SodgePodgeRPG.Podbean.com. You can message us at SodgePodgeRPG at gmail.com. Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your podcast player of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you can't grasp J-Strike it, grasp it with Earth.